amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. In five, four, three, two. Hey, Beverly Hills 90210 fans. Stop what you're doing right now because it's time to dive deep into 90 News. All the latest news and rumors coming out of your favorite zip code with your hosts, Pete Ferrero and Melanie Rose. Oh my God, I can't believe what I just heard. We are back. It is Friday. It is another installment of 90 News, and I am here with Melanie Rose. Melanie, what do you have? Yes. A couple of new merch items for you, yes? Yes, I'm very excited. I have my Ray Pruitt Peach Pit After Dark sweatshirt. Um, it's the woman's wide collar fit, and it fits great. Highly recommend. And I've got my Planet 90210 mug. So um, we've got all that new merch, a new Peach Pit yeah. shirt in the shirt shop, show shop. So, um, yeah, go check it out. Well, listen to this. Okay, okay, okay. Do you know we have even more new shirts and merchandise at Beverly Hills 90210showshop.com? For instance, watch our Planet 90210 show with some sick Planet 90210 merch. Or want to celebrate at the Peach Pit? Check out this new shirt with a photo from Jill Henkel's collection. Or, oh my God, I know Claire Arnold fans are going to love this one. A little sex, rock, and really decent literature. Plus, for all you Larry Mullen fans, that's right, a get out of here shirt. And don't forget about our classic designs. We keep loading it up with more items each week, so head over to Beverly Hills 90210showshop.com for all your 90210 stuff. Uh, I'm most excited about the Larry Mullen shirt. I can't wait to get it. For anybody who's been tracking that and trying to order it, I've got three or four people tell me I'm trying to get the Larry Mullen shirt. Um, (laughs) Let's bring Larry Mullen on here. He's with us in the background. Larry Don Mullen, our real reporter. There I am with my merch. I'm so excited about it. I have to tell you, you my wife was very, very particular. Does not wear anything. Very basic things. I got her a uh, Claire Arnold a woman's v-neck i thought she would just wear it for like working out but no she's going to wear it for like just going out and actually being in fashion she just <laughs> I love it. It. and then this morning she told me to order her the same design but the zip up the one you have with the yeah. Thing the back. so yeah i mean she got hooked into this stuff i never thought that would happen well, um, we have. A, is she going to order a, a get out of here shirt too? You think? I doubt it, but I, I am. I am. I, even if I'm the only one to order it, I'm going to order it. I'm not. Larry, you've had multiple have. requests of people saying really? they're trying to get this shirt. Okay, well, there, there was drama in the store because uh, the company that hosts us thought that we were infringing on Larry Mullen's copyright. So oh, we had to go. <laughs> we had to I go. know. I feel like the Fonz. You know, sit on it. <laughs> Oh, get boy. out of here. Yeah. So we're in a process. It will be on the store very soon. I can't wait to get one of uh, one of those shirts. Great. Um, all right, man. So, hey, how's everything going in your world? I heard that you got a vaccination. 
I did. I got vaccinated in Long Beach, which I, I wrongfully called the wrong beach, but uh, <laughs> but it, it was very good there, very organized. And so all the folks out in Long Beach, great job. Uh, I got my first vaccination because I'm very old. Thank you. <laughs> uh, all right. So, hey, before we move forward, and this is just for you guys, I'm going to start doing some camera switching, too, just to practice that. So just letting good. you guys know that that's going to happen good. right now. Cool. Um, all right, so Melanie, what do you what do you have for us? Uh, Larry, why don't you tell us about this week's podcast episode, Kelly's Bad Bad Dad? Just a couple bullet points of of what you guys discussed, and uh, yeah, I will. You know, we had we had on Ruth Livier, who's just absolutely lovely and classy, and and she talked about her experiences, which you know we knew was very unique. She'd only had two small credits before that, so she really was working it, walking into a whole you know activity of you know fast moving train and she said everyone treated her great so you know we should chalk that up i mean she had to do all her scenes with the girls and everyone just treated her like a, like a princess and she had a wonderful time and all these years later even though she did three shows had such wonderful memories and we got a chance to really uh send our best uh, you know to our rip to spirit sort to john riley uh, who did such a good job coming in, you know, in, in season seven and, and eight doing uh, Bill Taylor and really adding some dimension to that uh, that whole relationship with Kelly Taylor, which put the, the not the fun in her dysfunction. And the other thing we did re- neglect to say is we forgot to send um, a, a spirit sword to Mark uh, Peter Richmond, who also uh, passed on that week before. And he played Stuart's uh, dad in the uh, whole Brenda uh, Elopman thing in season four. Uh, with uh, season four, yeah, season yeah. four. With uh, with this Stewart, she kind of runs off and almost gets uh, uh, married in Vegas and then doesn't, which is, of course, how it should be. But I mean, we all looking, know. looking forward to covering that, and I'm, you know, at some point on the podcast, so we'll we'll definitely dive deeper into him as well because he plays. You know, we've talked about that off camera about just uh, how great he is in that. You know, it's been really troublesome for us not to be able to be able to find David Gale. It's so weird. Uh, We need him for that episode, uh, for for that storyline. It's a good storyline. And there's a couple of people like that we haven't quite been able to capture yet. But we, we will. Uh, yeah, Cress Williams being another one. So someone yes. I gotta personally write Cress because again, like Ruth, it was he he really had no credits before this show. He was a UCLA student and you know, we just knew the minute he stepped uh, in the audition he was gonna be our our, our Deshaun and and I know it was a big deal for him to be in a show like that. And he did many episodes and I'm happy we could put some money in his pocket and get his career going. So now we just want a little bit of you know, gratitude back. That's it. So I'm going to write it personally. All right. Before we get into the Planet 90210 stuff, I wanted to know, Melanie and I were going to talk about this. Have you seen this that's going on, this meme of Bernie Sanders? Us. Uh, there's been some fun 90210s that popped up. <laughs> well, Darren Martin, our buddy in Canada, uh, posted this one. So there's that. Uh, I love cute. that. Right? Isn't that very cool? All right. Yes. Here, here, oh, sorry. Here's this one that Lily posted. <laughs> uh, yes, I love Lily's. I love the Beach House one. It's so funny. Yeah. They're all, they're all cute. Okay, and these are the ones that we made. <laughs> <laughs> I know I would definitely be uh, Bernie in that moment. And then we have this one too. So uh, the blackball ceremony. 
Good times. Uh, have you been seeing that? Where would you like to see? Uh, where would you like to see Bernie, Larry? Do you oh, have I'd like to see Bernie on the stage with Ray Pruitt at the uh, at the Rose Bowl? Oh, yes, good one. We'll make that happen. That's a good one. So let's move on, Melanie. The big thing to talk about with Larry is Planet Nine Hundred Two One Zero. I mean, we have turned this. This the Super Show was our WrestleMania, right? Uh, yeah, and yeah, we had the Super Deluxe Christmas Party, which was big. That was now, like our is- Royal Rumble. Yeah. Now, this is different, though. This is really different. I mean, we're not loading this up with with top end talent. I don't think. No, we're not. But the top end talent we want to see is people across the world who love this show. And we hear the stories. I mean, like Lilia from from St. Petersburg, Russia, she watched it during the Soviet times. This was her window into the world. And and, uh, our friend Mauro from uh, Argentina, he learned English so he could listen to the show in English and not have to hear the uh, the other dubbed-in voices. He wanted to hear the original voices. And there's yeah. so many – it, it, it uh, resonates so much with people across the world, and we want to hear their stories, and I think you will too. It just shows you the, the reach of our show and the Planet 9020 consciousness we're trying to imbue. It's, 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 I can't even – get the the you know i can't even you know understand it i didn't even have the scope of it when we first started doing this podcast you know i thought it was a a, you know american show that's what i thought it was it's so popular here but i'm ignorant to the fact that this is a global phenomenon this show you know when these kids i'm always so fascinated larry about when they were younger these were kids that grew up into this show and uh you know when they would go anywhere were mobbed almost like the beatles it's uh it's insane. I know, and there, and there are some great stories of the cast uh, going to uh, different foreign countries. I know Chuck's going to share them. Now, Chuck also sent a personal email out to all the participants, the 29 participants in the show, uh, you know, just telling them how, how much the show you know, cared about its international fans and there's some really nice recollections in the show. And people have written Chuck back some amazing letters already, so that was really kind of cool and getting everybody primed for the show. And uh, Melanie's going to have to do a masterful job moving people in and out. Pete's going to be a ringmaster. Again. And, uh, <laughs> I, I know. So it's going to be, a, you know, a little bit of a interesting. We have no time limit on this show. Right. Uh, and uh, we'll just see how it's going to go. By the way, everything is sounding very wrestling with us. No time limit. The ringmaster. Two out of three falls. <laughs> One, two. Oh, he got out. You know, you know, <laughs> That was always the biggest step. Uh, hey, yeah. we're going to be doing a new segment on the show where I I talk about a non uh, 90210 Kathleen movie. I want, will you stick around? I want to show you this trailer for this movie <laughs> that she did. Uh, it's called XXXY. I'd love to see what you think of this trailer, uh, Larry. Have you seen that movie of Kathleen's? No. Oh, you. It's a new movie, or no? It's an old one. I'm going into her archives. I'm going to just share. I'm going to share a story each week about. So oh, oh, I see. It's just it's a Kathleen Robertson section. Of the it's show. a segment. Okay, because, no, like, I got every, it. All right. Every week we've been doing these. Like this is uh, this person's social media clip, and this is okay. social media clip. So instead, I was like, let's highlight some old work of some of these people if they have nothing going on on social media this week. So it's Flashback Friday, right? Flashback Friday. For adding that. Okay. Um, here is this clip. I think you will love this. Between our responsibilities and our destinies. August 1st. I knew I was forgetting something. You forgot? There are those people who make us wonder. Sunny morning, baby. How our lives might have been. Cold? You look great. <laughs> so do you. 
What would you say if I said, let's go back to my room? Let's bring Thea. I, I heard that you were married. Thea is. Did you know that? No. Is it your Captain Touch? So, maybe we should all get together sometime. <laughs> Whatever happened that you guys all lost touch? You know how those things are. Sometimes I uh, wonder what it would have been like if we had managed to stay together. We had no concept of control. We just did whatever we wanted. Sam, don't even think about it. I know. <laughs> I like it. Okay. Well, we'll take it. So. You and Claire have been together for five years. It was five years, August 1st. When we were together, you weren't the kind of guy who kept track of stuff like that. What's going on, Coles? I can take it. There's no room for honesty in a, in a healthy relationship. I love Claire, but I'm still in love with Sam. IFC Films presents Mark Ruffalo. You still haven't chosen me. You're settling for me. In a story that proves when passions collide, something always breaks. Why does it all have to be so complicated? XXXY. What do you think of that? Wow. Hot. Pretty hot. Pretty hot. Uh, she's the third of the third wheel of the threesome, I guess. Yes. Um, good for Mark Ruffalo. You know, have some fun in there. It looks like some absolute uh, kissing uh, carnival there, um, you know, which is always good. Uh, hopefully it was good. You know, Kathleen is a blonde I'm not in love with. I have to say it always looks kind of fake to me. I, I noticed that, too. I was a little bit taken back by seeing her as a blonde. Yeah. So uh, she but... basically, uh, you know, she kind of committed, you know, she was all in in this picture, obviously. And yeah. it was kind of cool. I mean, yeah, looked, you, know, you, guys, you guys have got to take a look at it. Look it up. It's on iTunes, XXXY. Really good stuff. I mean, they did a great job describing everything in the movie that I would say, like, that happens. They, I yeah. mean, that was the movie. I, uh, I didn't think it was a very good trailer myself. No, I mean, it was very uh, lackadaisical. It just didn't have any energy in it to it, I didn't think. You know? yeah. Right along, too, Pete. Thank mm -hmm. you, Melanie. <laughs> <laughs> about, to, I got, about time I got one of those back to me. Yes. Uh, all right. So this is going to be a fun week, Larry. I know we were really excited for the Planet 90210 show. Um, anything else you want to tell anybody about that before we let you go? No. I mean, I, obviously, if you live in a foreign country, please uh, be with us live because it's a chance to really uh, interact in your comments page. And we do read comments and stuff. If you're not going to be on the panel, you know, because we have, I think, basically five people from each country or from five people from each grouping. And But if you're not one of those, watch it live. Take part in it. I know a lot of other people are there. They might be shy to want to don't want to be on camera. But we want to just have that international feel. You know, wear your merch, uh, you know, and uh, it'll be fun to see everybody in their prime time. For us, it's going to be uh, 12 o'clock to 2 o'clock or 2.30. Yep. And a lot of good stuff coming down the pike. Listen, I wanted to, we talked about this the other day. You know, we've got the Planet Show, then we've got Misery Loves Company, we've got Valentine's Day. We're going to finally wow. do Kelly and Dylan. Right. I got to tell you, I mean, when we announced right. that, Larry, the heat that we got that we're doing this, there's a lot of excitement about that. Yeah, yeah. there's a lot of nice Kelly and Dylan stuff. Um, we'll have to pick out some episodes on that. I haven't really done that yet. Um, the other thing is, we should mention, I think on Valentine's Day, we are doing a tweet along on Pluto TV. Exactly. Which so. is a lot of fun. It's a marathon. Uh, it's a chance for us to get a little bit snarky on the stuff and uh, a little self-deprecating on our own work, which we like to do. 
Yes. Uh, and, uh, you know, so that's going to be fun coming up, though, too. And then March, you know, we got March. You know, that's Luke, Luke Perry month. And March is Dylan uh, month. Dylan so, month. And, uh, you know, I know we got some great stuff coming. We got to get Colin uh, Colin Robbins' uh, show on with Jason Wiles. I know he's been, yes. uh, he wants to do it with us. We just got to find the right time. Yes. And, uh, you know, we're still looking for like uh, Lisa Donovan, you know, who played Ginger in season six. I mean, she's kind of been elusive also. I don't know. I mean, she's on media, but she hasn't really wanted to do it something. So we got to pursue a little bit harder on her. We got to put the heat on that. Yes, a little. Uh, if if anyone talks to her on social media, tell her she should be doing our show because she's very Please. active on Instagram. Yes, Alyssa Donovan. I will say though, our strategy uh, now is a little bit better than it was when we first tried to get her. So I bet yeah. you come out that a little bit differently now. We'll be okay there. Yeah, I think so. I mean, look, everyone who is anybody is doing the show because it's important. It's uh, you know, it's a love. It's a little bit of a love fest, but it's also a critical look at stuff. And it's a chance to really feel pride about the work that we did so many years ago. Yes. All right, Larry, Don Mullen, it is great to have you here. Yes, as um, always. Thank you. And I'm just going to say uh, thank you very much, Larry, Don Mullen, with all the news that's fit and lit. All right. All right. Bye, Larry. Having Larry here on the show. Uh, a lot of fun there watching the Kathleen clip. Um, hey, I want to promote this other thing, Melanie. You know, this past week, I, I've totally gone out of order. I apologize. Uh, it's okay. Throw it at me, Pete. What you got? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's perfect. It's actually perfect because you know what? In this episode of 90210, uh, Lindsay Price and I watched the episode uh, where she likes things, uh, she likes things neat and orderly, and Steve likes things messy. So uh, a bit like us, right? Here is um, <laughs> here is something I got to do with Lindsay Price. We did a little bit of a, a watch along. We watched that episode, a fine mess. I want to show everybody uh, what that was like. You said you were a fan of the show. You watched it beforehand, right? And now you've got like Dylan, David, and Steve all talking <laughs> about your character. You know totally surreal i think i had to sort of shut off the fact that i was such a fan i had to do some sort of weird like separation in order to do my work to be honest yeah um, uh, sort of like me right now with you right <laughs> this has got to be incredible working with luke perry yeah. what is that like amazing i mean he's I know we spoke before, I think I told you that he's probably one of the most generous human beings just to be around, just as a person. He just, you know, always put everybody at ease and made them feel really special and mm -hmm. specific, you know. Um, but as an actor, it was, you know, incredible because he's one of those actors who all he has to do is show up and listen. And 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 he was, you know, so present and so... Um, effortless and it was really relaxing to be around and you know at a, in a, at a time where I could probably be a little bit nervous um I remember feeling like wow see that's what it's supposed to be like you know like working with an actor who is a hundred percent energetically there not just to say his lines or to you know to get the day done but to like really connect and, and do a great scene I remember you know, recognizing that that was pretty special. The physical aspects of like kissing on screen and stuff, I, 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 it totally tripped me out. It was really, really awesome. And we watched everything and she tells a great Ian Zeering story that she's never told anybody. Mm, exclusive. So, Love it. So sweet. And like, it's nice. It's a really nice one, uh, but it's fun. 
So make sure you go check that out on patreon.com slash Beverly Hills 90210 show. Um, there is a lot of great content that I'm planning. I want to do way more watch alongs. So I'm going to start presenting this to more people soon. Yes, I love the watch alongs. They're super fun. And also fun are the after darks after the podcasts. We do that every couple weeks. And um, we had Larry join us this week. That was fun. I don't have a clip of that. That's okay. We don't need a clip. We can we can tease people about it because it is super fun, very behind the scenes. They can ask questions and and all that stuff. So uh, if you're not on Patreon, go sign up. All right. So now what, we have a lot of things to get to here. We've we diverted the whole show all over the place. Uh, hey, before we do that, how about this? Beverly Hills 90210 and Melrose Place are back on their very own channel. Sure, you ready for this? something we are going to remember for the rest of our lives watch beverly hills 90210 on pluto tv all right now the show has begun yes all right what do you what do you want to start with so let's start with the biggest story of the week um let's start with the masked dancer oh i thought Uh, it was my watch along with lindsey price we did start with the the biggest story (laughs) i'm I'm just kidding all right here we go yes (laughs) Well, in terms of the 90210 world, I think that's the biggest story of the week. It is, yes. So the Masked Dancer this week, um, they unmasked Brian McKnight as the cricket. So why don't we play that clip and then we can talk a little bit more about the fun 90210 tie-ins. Okay. It's fine. What about the 90210? I just put that together. No, no, no. You were on the soundtrack of 90210. I was actually on the show, too. Oh, my gosh. And the clocks were set to one for... We're back at one. Right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, how, how, how do you say it, Craig? One. Okay, good. Oh, yes. yes. Let's hear yes. it one more yes. time yes. for Mr. Brian McKnight. Yes. What, 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 what is it? Yes. So, okay. There's a few, a few things going on with this clip. So, um, number one, Paula Abdul actually guessed that it was Brian McKnight. So good on her for that guess. They had given a bunch of 90210 clues, um, throughout his performances each week. And, um, fun fact, Paula Abdul also on the Beverly Hills 90210 soundtrack, um, as was Brian McKnight. Um, On the soundtrack, he sang Love Is, which was a duet with Vanessa Williams. And as he mentioned, he also appeared on the show. So um, let's play that clip, please. Got it. (laughs) Says a thank you for the musical entertainment. What musical entertainment? This entertainment right here. Good evening, everyone. This song is dedicated to a very special lady. <laughs> Did you arrange this? At great trouble, and I'm happy to say at great expense. Is that Brian McKnight? I hope so. I made donation to the wrong charity. That was him singing anytime. That was season eight, episode 15. Um, and, you know, another funny thing, they, as I mentioned, had the 90210 clues throughout his packages. And Brian actually thought that it was 
Ian because Ian has appeared on Dancing with the Stars and did some Chippendale dancing. So, um, you know, he wasn't right. Paula was. But uh, what a fun 90210 universe tie-in having Brian McKnight on there. So that was a lot of fun to watch. You know, a couple of notes on that appearance. I love that uh, uh, appearance. I think that is... Would you say what season did you say that was? Season eight, episode 15. Okay. I remember being really irritated with Donna. This is me <laughs> years ago because, you know, the David and Donna buildup for them have the first time was seven seasons, right? They didn't do it until the end of season seven. That was a big, big deal, Donna losing her virginity. Huge. And huge. a storyline that I want to cover. And then, you know, I guess I, I, guess I always exp- wanted her just to be with David. And that to be the thing that was always a long term. But so her to make a choice to like, you know, sleep with Noah and all that stuff. I was kind of offended as David. I felt like David in that moment. Like, how can she do this? But I understand at the show, one. And two, I understand that, you know, she was maturing and growing into herself. So I have more clarity on that issue now. Uh, but I always was, when I remember years ago watching that, feeling that way, like, come on, Donna, be with David. Mm-hmm. Um, the, other, the other note, um, that I wanted to say is I love that every time that there's a musical guest on 90210, there always has to be some clarity to the point like that the musical guest doesn't really play birthday parties. The musical musical guest had to get a big donation to his charity. That's the only, you cannot, they just wanted to remind fans at home. You cannot get Brian McKnight. No, not going to happen. Not going to happen. So uh, I always loved that about, when they would have a musical tie-in. Did I just go on a rant? Was that too ranty? I don't know. No, uh, not not ranty at all. I, I love talking about this topic. And, I um, love talking you to know, you, Melanie. Is that what you said? Yay, <laughs> uh, on, on this topic. But I love talking to you also in general. Okay. Um, and, you know, just one more thing with the Masked Dancer thing. Um, they uh, Some other guesses of who Brian McKnight was. Uh, they guessed Ashton Kutcher. And they also guessed um, Ryan Lotke and Michael Phelps. So I imagine that Brian probably felt pretty special thinking that people thought he was an Olympic swimmer. So good on him for, you know, busting out the moves and and having so much fun. And so after the clip of Donna and Noah that we showed, um, they actually filmed that at the Bellage Hotel and then they went upstairs afterwards and, and made love. So yeah. um, speaking of the Bellage, Pete, we've been to the Bellage Hotel, now the London Hotel. We've just been there. We didn't have the we didn't have the ending that <laughs> No, no, none of that happened. We were to clarify, we were not at the Bellage Hotel engaging in any activities such just, as we just saw just, on just screen. To be clear because you did yeah. care that was a if we, yeah, if yeah, we weren't yeah. paying attention the right way, and we're just, yes. just we're just oh god. All right, here <laughs> is here is us with Charles at the Bellagio Hotel. So there was Charles too. Yes, yes. Yeah. Nine hundred two and fans, we're here at the London Hotel. Um, here with Peter and Charles, another nine hundred two and location, and we're gonna learn more about it. So let's hear uh, from Charles. So this is a really nice. Uh, uh, hotel right off the Sunset Strip. The famous Whiskey A Go Go is just down the block, and uh, and Tower Records, which used to be the largest uh, record store in the known world, 
But right here was the Bellage Hotel, and you look through, you can see the filming of where things to do for a rainy day ran back. And yeah. this was, of course, we're not going to, because of the world of COVID, whatever, we're not going to go up to the pool and show you where uh, Dylan and Kelly were that night. But you know that. We did in this great establishing shot of the city. You saw many times. It was a very warm relationship because my uncle Irv was a businessman and he supported these guys who developed the original hotel when it was the Bellage. We had so much fun. And we are going to be hooking up again together to do one of these uh, <laughs> location <laughs> tours, right? That's going to be a lot of Yes. Uh, so we're doing that next Friday, which if you are watching, you know that Fridays are our normal 9.0 news day. So we're going to mix it up a little bit. We're going to live stream from some of the locations we're visiting. Um, so you'll have to tune into Instagram next week um, for your 9.0 news. And we'll be live on location. So that's going to be something different, something fun. And if you have a location you'd like us to visit, please um, email or message us on social media and we'll see what we can do about incorporating it into our locations next week. We're also going to go visit a non 90210 location and we're going to check out the office set. Yes, yes, which I'm excited for. I'm also a big fan of The Office, so that will be very fun. Um, and Before you go anywhere else, we have another guest here with us. Uh, this is, you know, we're going to talk a little bit more about the Planet 90210 show with him. So let's bring our buddy Charles Rosen on. Charles, how are you? Oh, I'm okay. It's Friday on my mind. Oh, Karen would be telling me my hair looks terrible and why don't I have any uh, <laughs> nice day. But I'll tell you that it's a great Friday. It's a little cloudy, you know, the, our blue uh, sun. We may even get something that we haven't seen very often uh, the last few years, rain. Uh, maybe not today, but tomorrow. I think you're going to get some rain out in the uh, Altadena. Oh, definitely. Uh, yeah, I can't wait for that, Charles. <laughs> yeah, San Diego's calling for rain, too. So it's going to be a wet SoCal weekend. I think so. And last weekend was so beautiful out here. So it's just such a shock to my system, but whatever. <laughs> but don't worry, everybody, don't worry. The climate is not changing. So. <laughs> no. And so let's bring in a friend of yours. This is uh, Serena. Hi. Hi, now, guys. Hi, Serena. Now, who out there might wonder why Serena and I uh, is brought onto the show today? Well, and why I met Serena for the first time officially about uh, 40 seconds ago. <laughs> <laughs> and, and the reason is, is because, you know, Facebook, you have all the different groups, you know, mm -hmm. uh, those who love Linda Ronstadt or everybody who, you know, uh, goes surfing or all, all sorts of different kinds of groups. And there's one group that's, that's very Beverly Hills centric mm -hmm. that on Facebook that says, you know, you're from Beverly Hills when, and basically what the most of the posts are, are from, you know, old, uh, residents like me who went to the high school and lived there in the 50s, 60s. And I guess at this point, the seventies and certainly remember what uh, our little town was like many years ago. And they do pictures and photographs and things like that. And all of a sudden, one day, Serena posts on the site. Serena, why don't you tell them effectively what you said? Okay, well, so um, I snuck onto the site. Um, I didn't want anybody to know I was from Texas and I just wanted to see all the history, all the pictures. And, you know, I used to watch 90210 when I was growing up and uh, it came on Wednesday nights and uh, we had church on Wednesday nights and I was a pretty big disappointment because I refused to go. I just sit there and 
have my arms crossed and call my friend during commercials. And so I snuck onto the site and uh, wanted to, you know, find out about Beverly Hills and talk to people about it. And then one day I just decided to come clean and let everybody know I was an imposter and from Texas. And, <laughs> and before you knew it, um, I had like uh, almost 400 comments from wonderful residents of Beverly Hills telling me all their stories and about the movie and just met a lot of really cool people. Mm-hmm. And one of them particularly is my friend, uh, Frederica Duke, Freddie Duke, who's mm-hmm. arguably the funniest person I've ever met in my life. Uh, made some wonderful short little documentaries and uh, has a wonderful marriage to uh, one of David Letterman's head writers. Oh, wow. And Fre- cool. and Freddie, um, uh, Minch, in one of the posts back to Serena, she mm-hmm. mentions, hey, you know, they do this podcast about 90210. Mm-hmm. And she used my name and Larry's name because she's mm-hmm. also friends with Larry Mullen, my our partner in crime here. Yep. And he... And and so and she's and because of that, I responded and said, I'm going to reach out and uh, friend Serena on Facebook. Which was a surprise. Yeah. You didn't know, right? And and here's something that surprised she accepted my friendship, which was great. Um, I guess she really without knowing it, like most fans, (laughs) she uh, accepted um, my friendship. Anytime she saw an episode from season one to season five, but nonetheless, <laughs> in a formal way, we did it. And I wanted her to come on because, you know, Serena, you know, we all know a lot of people from Texas, I'm sure, yeah. have friends yeah. there. And um, the people I know in Texas, they pretty much live in Austin, a couple mm-hmm. maybe up in Dallas. Beautiful. Um, Serena, that's not your part of Texas, is it? No. <laughs> Where do you live? Sour Lake. Um, we Sour live in the Lake? Sour Lake, Texas. Mm-hmm. Yep. And uh, it is very opposite of Beverly Hills 90210. We, we did not have what you guys had in the show. So it was just fascinating to me to see um, all the, not just the, the, the places, but also there was a lesson in every episode. So it was just really fun and you know, not only did we like it and we like the cute voice, but we like the lessons too. <laughs> yeah. Well, thank you. Mr. Spelling, uh, like those, le- he wanted that to be, he wanted us to put in, uh, especially in the high school years, you know, mm-hmm. thought provoking stuff those first two years so that a viewer would, would then, you know, want to talk about it. Like either the adults would talk with the kids or the kids would talk with the adults, but everybody you knew was in church, except your one oh, friend. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, very very small town. Uh, we did we we had church a lot. Um, we had to go every Sunday morning, Sunday night, Wednesday night, and Saturday night. Wow! So you can imagine when I lived with my grandmother, um, the horror on her face when I would not go on Wednesday night over night two and I would sit in this little rocking chair and just you know. And then, you know, once they left, I could breathe again. And I, I would be like, okay, now what's the scandal between Kelly and Brenda? Are you team Kelly or team Brenda, speaking of? or do um, you- I was actually team Donna. Oh, hey, okay. okay. Yeah. like that. <laughs> yeah, but we, we loved it. So, you know, and I also, just for the record, I was team Brandon, too. Nice. <laughs> Well, so, excellent. So, Serena, you didn't have a valet parking at your high school like they did in the pilot? About- <laughs> no, but, you know, I, we did chase a pig one time that came into the, the front, and I worked in the office, and we did have to wrangle it up and bring it home. 
Wow. Yeah. So, yeah, that, that should well, show you right there. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, this is great, Charles. Um, so, Serena, mm -hmm. someday, God willing, this this uh, this COVID thing's going to be gone. Yes. And we're all going to be able to, to move around. And at that mm -hmm. point, come to Los Angeles. You know a couple of people here. And we yeah. have a wonderful time showing you some of the sites. Mm -hmm. uh, yes. I would love to. I actually had several people on the Beverly Hills site invite me to come and find out what it's really like to live in Beverly Hills. So that's exciting. Well, that's true. Yeah, the Beverly Hills that now is is one that most of us older <laughs> residents, uh, uh, you know, are harder to relate to. But we can really tell you what it looked like and who was what what stars were living where and and why it was such an amazing place to grow up. To the point that the man who was head of Fox Broadcasting at the time, Barry Diller, wanted mm -hmm. to do a series that in some ways could be an ode to his hometown. Oh, that's nice. That's cool. Well, I really enjoyed it. And, you know, like I said, my friend Brandy and I, we would call each other during commercials. We couldn't pause the show like we can today and talk about it. We had about two minutes to talk about what was going on and then, you know, back to the show. <laughs> well, I really appreciate it more. I think I, in, in my first email I reached out to you, I would talk about the fact that, you know, we would do really well in those early years, even when mm -hmm. Fox stations didn't have much coverage around the country in Los Angeles, uh, New York, Miami, Texas, not so much. Really? So, you know, Texas people <laughs> didn't want to see what the kids in, in uh, L.A. were doing. Oh, so man. thank you for breaching the gap and it makes me think that maybe all this call for unity can indeed happen absolutely yes thank right. you for the show it was amazing growing thank up you, with serena. Thank you so much serena thank much you guys for being yes. here yep. good to meet you thank Have you a pleasure. you too thank you you too bye all right charles uh there's oh, a lot wow. of wonderful i mean she's so sweet great great connection there I'm glad you guys uh, were able to swing it so she could be on here this morning. Lots of moving parts for this week's big show. Uh, I almost called it Planet Hollywood. <laughs> Planet, <laughs> Planet 90210. Uh, that is coming uh, this week. Uh, you've got to be excited. I, I've seen the emails going back and forth with you and some of the participants. Why don't you tell me a little bit about what's been going on for you? Well, you know, truthfully for me, I, you know, my a good friend Larry Mullen had this idea. He, he's very much, uh, much more into social media than I am. Not because he is much more technically inclined than I am. Not that my heart isn't there. Yeah. And he and Pete and Melanie, you know, started putting together this Planet Hollywood. At, uh, there I go. Uh, planet, planet 90210. And I thought it was a wonderful idea. But I didn't know what I could do at a certain point to contribute to the excitement building for our Wednesday show, where we talked to, uh, I think, 20, at least 25 people from 16 different countries. So it's a, it, it, it really means something all over the world, uh, virtually every continent. And, um, and so when uh, I wanted to do something, so I wanted to send them a special email uh, thanking them for being fans, telling them how much we're excited and grateful for that. But I also read them, wanted them to read something, and I sent them the, uh, the uh, a, a, little, some, a little trivia that people don't know, but they do now about the song Rome that uh, I shared, and, and maybe uh, on the yeah. on the Planet Hollywood, uh, one of the segments we could talk about that. 
But I also wrote them something that I once wrote that, that I felt still applied, certainly to the, the way that we feel about um, the, the zip code. And uh, it was something that I wrote to cast and crew on the day we were leaving for Christmas break in, uh, in season four. So it was 1993. And that was a big year. I mean, that was the year we left high school, went to college, had all these things. We had deaths. We had changes. It was so much going on. And, uh, and what I wrote to them was effectively, so I read it, I didn't memorize it. But I, 90210 is a show that gives so many people so much pleasure that I can't help but see it as anything other than a handcrafted gift that we give each week to an edgy world looking to be connected, entertained, and loved by good friends. Mm. Yes. That plays well in Japan, in Israel, in Germany. We've had so many nice people write back and are really excited about the fact that uh, that we're doing this, and uh, and so am I. And what are we I'm doing excited. again? Yeah, it's going to be so great. I mean, just the... Uh, just the, the what's going on and just having all these people and hearing their stories of how they found 90210, that always fascinates me. But then to hear it in a whole other world and country is going to be just so interesting to me. I can't wait to, to do it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, now, two other things I thought I would bring up today. I don't mean to crowd Melanie as our, as our main. <laughs> but I was reading the L.A. Times today and I thought two things just jumped out at me. One is, guys, did you know there was something called, there was the pod, iHeart Podcast Awards last night? No. No. no I bet you Jenny and Tori won an award, right? Did they, uh, you did know, they win? Well, the, one of the reasons I brought it up is because, no, but a television show did win the award as the best one. Ooh. Not about the environment, not about uh, politics or anything else. It was Jenna Fisher and Angela oh. Kinsey. The, the co-star the best friends it of is, The Office. It is ah. so good, Chuck. It is such a great podcast. Yes. Do you watch The Office at all, Charles? Did you watch that show? I do. I, sure, I did. But not, yeah. to, the, not to the extent that uh, all people, uh, sure. huge fans did. I mean, but yeah. I sure enjoyed it. And and, uh, and, yeah. and uh, it, it, was so, it was so different. But at the same time, you know, it's funny because their whole uh, approach is, is effectively what Jenny and Tori yeah. Uh, are doing you know what and they were they were mentioned uh, along with us in the today show's top five uh pop culture moments so yeah, they were yeah, they were yeah. on that list as well along with us so i was i was hoping you would point that out now the other thing that was in the news today is a little different but i think it gives you the sense of what's going on in los angeles los angeles we're, we're, you know, we've had some really bad news in the last six weeks about how bad our covid virus has spread and at one point, we were the worst place in the in L.A. County was had the worst amount of infection of anywhere in the world. <sighs> and so one of the uh, columnists, opinion writers for the L.A. Times, who's been around a long time, wrote about uh, why. And for his example, he talked about the house that Aaron Spelling built hmm. in Alva Manor in 1991. The house had uh 123 bedrooms for four people wow tori randy mrs spelling and the mister lived in that room so he calculated that if the density was the same in a part of town around macarthur park 
where, by the way, the best deli in Los Angeles happens to be called Langer's. He said that there would be in that 164 people could live in that house comfortably. Wow. Wow. And I want you to just to think about that. I know we don't like to do too much politics on this TV show, but there is something to any income inequality. It's going to be more and more in the news. And that's all the news from Venice Beach today. Hey, before you leave, I wanted to also say a couple things. I wanted to say that uh, there are two great office podcasts. There's one with the writers, and then there's the one that you mentioned, Jenna. So it's great that there can be, much like us and, and uh, 90210MG, there's two perspectives of it. So uh, it's great to have both out there, and it's super exciting to hear about The Office. And, you know, obviously we love uh, Jenny and Tori, so make sure you – if. There is no reason not to listen to 90210MG as well. You can find that on iHeart. And, of course, you can find us every week where you know where to find us. I was going to ask you, Charles, you were just talking about Aaron Spelling's house, and I know this is an extended visit now, but uh, what was that like? That I mean, you must have known going to – this is Aaron Spelling's home when you first go to visit him for the first time, what was that like for fans that are watching going into that place? Well, it, it, it is actually built to, to uh, in the style of a French chateau. And it's enormous house. And they spared no detail. In fact, even with all of their means and income, it, 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 it taxed it. It was a lot went into the house everywhere but the pool. Um, but, uh, which I, I, you know, I'm surprised, I guess Mr. Didn't swim, but right. you know, but there was a pool there. Um, but when you walk through the front door, what struck me, you know, uh, was how amazingly beautiful it was. And it's not something I expect. You expect something, oh, it's just going to be a copy. Oh, it's going to be, you know, the love boat uh, looking like a manor and, you know, uh-uh. It was exquisitely done. And, um, and of course, I think I pulled the story. Uh, I'll tell it again because it, 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 it's how what I think of first. So when we, uh, when Fox decided that we were going to do summer episodes, um, we had to talk about it. And Mr. Spelling had just moved into the house. And so we, he gave, uh, I arrived, he gave me a tour. And we sat down, and I was there first. I was there before Darren Starr or any of the guys in the network. It was just Aaron Spelling, Duke Finson, and I. And I sat down in a chair that did, and the chair was a valuable antique, and it absolutely shattered as I stepped <laughs> down on it. And, candy spelling um, chair. Candy spelling. Yeah. Candy spelling. Well, then I found out, yes, this was Candy Spelling's favorite chair. <laughs> and what ended up happening was Duke and Aaron spent the, the 10 minutes preparing for the network meeting by talking about, well, how are they going to tell Candy about this chair? <laughs> and uh, it really humanized them for me. And, uh, you know, everything was fine. And I never, um, there was, and, and you know what? There was more than one chair in the house. Yeah, I, I, I would imagine there was a few. They yeah. just brought the spare one out from the from the attic and all was good. Yeah. Maybe she won't notice. Right. <laughs> all right, man, that's great. That was the story. Hey, well, have a good newscast. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, I'm so looking forward to seeing you uh, on our next podcast next Wednesday at 12 o'clock. That's right. All right, sounds good. It was always so great having Charles on the show. Serena was wonderful, and we are really, really looking forward to that.
uh, episode. So, yes. Yes, definitely. Definitely. Um, and, you know, speaking of locations, um, we are, well, I where am. With, where are you going? Uh, I'm going to go to the hunts. So oh. prep, prep the picture, Pete. Um, so we have another 90210 hunt going on, um, 90210hunts.com. The Love 90210 virtual scavenger hunt is happening February 11th through the 15th. Um, it's super fun. There's a chance to win prizes. Uh, there's limited spots available. So register at 90210hunts.com and get ready for a virtual good time. I am, uh, well, it's always a good time with you, uh, Melanie. So, and I know everybody has a good time with these hunts and, uh, guys, I can't explain it enough or say it enough. You have to go and uh, check these out. They are so much fun. Everybody talks about them afterwards. So they do. And this one is going to be based on the Valentine's Beverly Hills 90210 episode. So we're going to incorporate a couple of those locations into our locations next week. So, um, you know, there'll be some hunt hints scattered throughout social media. So watch carefully. I know for people listening and on audio, sometimes this 90 knows and sometimes our show is difficult because we show so many visuals. Um, and so in case you are do one of those people that listens to us on audio, you can always find us at... Um, what is it on Apple on a Beverly Hills 90210 show.com. And that takes you to our YouTube page. So it's always, there's always a thing where you can see the visuals of our show. I just always feel, feel the need to tell everybody because I'm about to show a visual. Um, <laughs> when we did the show last week, Kelly's bad dad, um, we talked about this guy that played uh, the original Bill Taylor and Aaron Stevens, a friend, fan, fan, friend of the show and fan of the show, sent us the images of what the dad looked like. And this was and I didn't I forgot to show it. So this is what the dad that they cast it looked like. Uh, I, and he seems like he's just an extra. I hope that he's not watching the show right now. Um, but that's who was replaced. And remember, that was a big topic last week of who that was. Yes. OK, sorry. I wanted to make sure I said that. And what's going on with Brian? Oh, yeah. You know, we haven't touched on Brian's personal life. We try to stay out of that. But he posted this picture on Instagram. He was recently on vacation um, with his new love interest. And what a cute picture. They look so happy. And I mean, God, look at that background. What I would not give to be on vacation right there right now. Wait, Ooh. hold on. Let me ask you a question. Yes. This tell image, me. Is this an image that Brian posted with the with the, the couple on both sides like that? Or did you do this? No, um, I'm not a Photoshop person. Brian posted this on his Instagram and must I have done some like double, you know. He did that though. He, he, did, he that. did that. That was his I post. think Brian posted that picture not only to say how much he loves his girlfriend, but to show his Photoshop skills as well. Right. I was impressed with it because, you know, that's I, a little no. beyond my skill set. I can't do that. I can't do that. He's probably like, there's an app, guys. Yeah. Well, no, I no. use Canva, you know, uh, for designy type of things. I'm sure it might be possible in Canva, but shout out to Canva, literally my favorite program on the web. Also, shout out to our buddy Todd, who had a whole COVID uh, incident. I'm not oh, God, I'm so glad him and his family are okay. What a rough on the time. I uh, wanted to tell you, in case you're watching, Todd, we really greatly miss you here at the show and uh, love you and think about you and your family. So uh, hopefully you'll be back in action soon and uh, get to maybe have you on and talk about all this. All right. So that's his website, Todd H. Todd Herbert edits.com. Todd Hebert. Okay. Because uh, <laughs> that clarity would be. <laughs> 
All right, we here's the name of that tune. Okay, our final tune in this round is worth six thousand dollars. Whoa! Oh, mm. Okay, name that tune. The theme song from Nine Hundred Two One Zero. That is correct. There's a, there's a lot of things that I have trouble with uh, in this clip. Yeah, so speaking of that clip, we were supposed to show that last week. Shout out to Justina on Instagram for sending it to us. We had some tech difficulties, but uh, here we are this week showing it because we would not want to miss coverage of our favorite TV show on a game show. Justina is one of my people. I love Justina. She's so sweet and so wonderful. Uh, what I wanted to say is... Who is the host here? What is her name? That is uh, Jane Krakowski, I believe. Okay. Uh, yes. I think. There is a commercial on, on Peacock. Have you seen the commercial for Peacock that airs on Peacock? Uh, I have not, no. She is wearing the same outfit in the, in a, a very similar outfit. She loves this purple outfit. This 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 host. Oh, interesting. Uh, yeah, no, it's it's fascinating to me. It's like it's like the only thing I've ever seen her in. I, it, it, it's very bizarre for me, but I also watch The Office pretty high, so uh, maybe that's just my, maybe this is just an observation I made one night after some gummies. Oh boy! Um, and yes, it was. It is Jane Krakowski, and she was on Thirty Rock, right? That was yes. I'm yes. sure she's been yeah, in yeah. The Office. Oh, and yeah, the other yeah. thing was, how, what the fuck? How long did it take people to figure this out? Like, right? Was, I mean, I would have guessed it in like two beats. Two, two no, 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 no. That's two, it. Yeah. Totally. Like, get it together, people. Seriously. I know. God, unbelievable. All right. Uh, is that it? No. Let's see. <laughs> what else do we have? <laughs> I think we had a couple more social pictures. It was kind of a slow week on social media. You know, people sharing about the inauguration. Ian, he was biking in the Southern California mountains. Um, beautiful blue skies there. It's been great weather in SoCal, aside from the forecasted rain for this weekend. We showed Kathleen's clip, but I loved this this week, showing a picture of her sister who seems so sweet and wonderful. Uh, yes. I love, you know, I will say to you, and I mean this, like, I really think she's one of the sweetest people I've gotten to meet and talk to. And I we have some fun here at the show, but it's, a, it's you know, she's just a really great person. And uh, to share her sharing such someone she thinks is a great person Obviously, her sister must be incredible. So that was really yeah. She's actually a frontline worker. She's a nurse, and it was her birthday the other day. And she spent her birthday, um, I believe, helping their mom or one of their family members clean out an apartment or something. So Kathleen's point was, you know, that's just the type of person she is. She's mm -hmm. a loving person. Happy to call her her sister. And um, thanks to all the frontline workers and nurses out there. You know, that's been such a challenging time. And without all of the essential workers, where would we be? Fucked. I mean, totally fucked, right? Am I allowed to say that? I, is that going to get cut? All right, here's this. Yes. You know what? That was something that Shannon posted on Instagram. Um, you know, and I love sharing these sentiments, uh, trying to bring people together, not apart. You and know, this obviously. Amanda, for the audio people, this is an Amanda Gorman quote from the inauguration, I assume. And so we lift our gazes not to what stands between us, but what stands before us. Nice stuff. Yes. And I think Lindsay Price had posted a photo of Amanda. Yep, there it is. Um, this 
so there was definitely some inauguration stuff on the socials. I know Gabby had posted a couple of um, photos as well. We don't have those, but um, but yeah, I I thought Amanda was one of the best parts of the inauguration. That poem had me moved to tears. I thought it was so powerful, and it's been nice to see her getting well shared and and getting props for that on social media this week. Awesome stuff. Good feelings all around. Lots of good stuff happening behind the scenes here. I can't wait for the loaded shows that we have. And I, 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 as much as I am 100% looking forward to the Big Planet show this week, covering Misery Loves Company with Charles is going to be so much fun. Probably top five. I think my top favorite episode. I don't know. Sometimes it, 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 I wrestle with that. But uh, so I'm you excited. do wrestle with that. You know, you you mention a lot of favorite episodes, and that's okay. We'll accept that you have multiple favorite episodes. I'm I'm a person. People yes. like different things. Yeah. It's, it's hard to decide. I mean, who can narrow it well, down to like one episode, right? I can definitely name it to one character, but uh, but the episode is tough. <laughs> yes. All right, Melanie, I think we've got it all this week here um, on Nino. Yeah, it's been a great week. Thank you. Thanks to everybody who joined us today, uh, Serena, Charles, and Larry. And uh, we'll see everyone for Planet 90210 next week. Enjoy your weekend. And with that, 9021 out. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. With LinkedIn Jobs, we tap into a network of more than a billion professionals to help you find quality professionals quickly and easily for any role you need. Marketing wizards? Found them. Software engineers? Found. That project manager I could never seem to hire? And found. LinkedIn Jobs quickly matches your roles with candidates with the right skills and experience. In fact, 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. Post your first job for free and get started at linkedin.com slash spoken. That's linkedin.com slash spoken. Terms and conditions apply.